Hi everyone and welcome to the Say As It Is with Pete podcast series. I'm Pete, your host, and each week I will bring you some frank and honest conversations covering various topics from learning and development, friendships, funding, HR, strengths, recruitment, ESG, well-being, ED&I, employability, and much, much more. So let's get this week's episode underway and say as it is. Hi everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Say As It Is with Pete and as always I'm your host Pete. Now this week's episode um, and this week is going to be a bit different. So um, this week's episode is about National Apprenticeship Week as we move into the 5th of February and from the 5th of February to the 11th of February 2024 is National Apprenticeship Week. And like every year, it's always the first week of February. And then next month, uh, the first week of March always turns out to be Scottish Apprenticeship Week. So this episode is dedicated to uh, apprenticeships. Uh, And then every day this week, there is going to be a themed apprenticeship podcast to fall in line with each day. And I'm going to explain kind of how that's going to work but also have some frank honest conversations around apprenticeships. Now, I come from an apprenticeship background. Um, I have worked within training providers. I'm now on the employer side. I've delivered apprenticeships. I've been in apprenticeships when they used to be MDQs to QCFs and now to the standards. And um, yeah, apprenticeships is my kind of bread and butter in some ways in the world of L&D. Um, as well as many other things. But I love Apprenticeship Week and I love celebrating all the success. But this year I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. I'm going to have um, some frank and honest conversations around the um, apprenticeships. And I will refer to some previous episodes I did in season one. Um, Now I launched season one or this first podcast series back in or back on the 6th of March 2023 um, and I'm fast approaching one year so um, that was during the week of Scottish Apprenticeship Week and I did some podcasts there about funding fair or not around apprentice wage around strength scope with apprenticeships and I'll be revisiting some of those as additional bonus episodes but this week you will have quite a few episodes around on a daily basis from now till Saturday around apprenticeships and having those frank honest conversations some of them are going to be quite frank and honest and these are my views and opinions um, as well as celebrating apprenticeships as well and giving some hopefully some good advice and guidance around um, apprenticeships for both employers um, and for uh, apprentices themselves now I'm going to go through a little bit about Apprenticeship Week or National Apprenticeship Week. So a little bit of 101. So as I said, National Apprenticeship Week takes place from Monday the 5th of February to the 11th of February 2024. And it brings together everyone who is passionate about apprenticeships to celebrate the value, the benefit and the opportunity that they bring. So this year is the 17th annual week-long celebration that will showcase and celebrate apprenticeships, um, employers, training providers, assessment organisations, apprentices, parents, schools, colleges and universities. They all get involved. And together, 
um, what we all tend to do is promote um, the benefits of apprenticeships and, um, you know, connect the skills that are on offer, showcasing um, the progression, opportunities and exciting new um, occupational standards um, and lots more. So, as I say, apprenticeships comes in all forms and there is so lot involved uh, or so many people involved in it, as it says, from employers to training providers, employee providers to young people, to parents, guardian, care leavers, all sorts. So it's a vast plethora of people that get involved. So as well as apprenticeships, um, following the success of the first T-Levels um, or T-Level Thursday that was introduced in uh, 2023, um, so last year was uh, a mixture of apprenticeships and the introduction and celebration of T levels. Um, so with that being introduced last year, um, it will continue into the uh, part of the apprenticeship week where it will talk about T levels and the skills and products that are on offer um, for T level qualifications. And we will talk about T levels as well this week. Um, as there, for me, there's not enough information out there um, people may say I'm wrong, but you know, look, I've been looking at T levels for the last couple of years, um, and I think I'm gonna we'll we'll touch on that this week, and you'll find out when we'll look at the T level programs and how they kind of affect the industries um, and certain industries. So, you know, one of the things that uh, National Apprenticeship Week also does is it's a national celebration across um, all education platforms about skills and business sectors. And there's always kind of a theme to National Apprenticeship Week. Um, so this theme, which has kind of carried on really and has been building up over the last couple of years, is the theme of skills for life. And that's what um, kind of is the theme that is coming through to this year's National Apprenticeship Week again. Now, Look, there are lots of things going on across the country for National Apprenticeship Week. So, you know, it, it it's never ending. So, you know, it's just a continuous celebration. And we love to celebrate Apprenticeship Week. And I do, especially. Um, now, as I said, there is a theme to uh, National Apprenticeship Week. And the theme for 2024 is Skills for Life. Now, what skills for life is, it's a, you know, what is the theme? Why do we have a theme? Well, the theme helps us focus on certain things in apprenticeships. And, you know, the thing with this year's skills for life is it's to um, encourage everyone to consider how apprenticeships can help individuals to develop the skills and knowledge required for rewarding career and employers to develop a workforce with future ready skills. So as I said, it's a week-long celebration of apprenticeships taking a place across the whole of England. Um, as I say, Scottish Apprenticeship Week is in March, so they have their own kind of celebration. Um, so that, that's also great, but it, this is mainly focused kind of on England. But I think also National Apprenticeship Week should be national. It should include all the devolved nations. So what it will do is it will, again, showcase um, the impact apprenticeships can have on things like communities, 
local businesses and regional um, economics or economies um, and how they all benefit from the impact of apprenticeships. So look, there, there's so much that gets involved um, within this. So, so look, there is a number of apprenticeships available and they're from hospitality to digital to data to even green environmental and technology roles. Um, and especially with the environmental and technology roles, they are increasing um, and they are developing into new areas of apprenticeships. Um, so it's quite interesting to see how we evolve with technology and we evolve with kind of the ESG environment and how there are apprenticeships growing to support that. Because look, I'm part of the social recruitment advocacy group. And in that session, I've met some, you know, ESG uh, representatives um, or some socially recruit, socially responsible recruitment uh, managers that look at how the business or how their organization can be more socially responsible within uh, recruitment uh, itself. And that's quite interesting. And look, I'm off to a, a board meeting in March, and I'm sure I've got loads to tell you in March about that board meeting and a little bit more on Shrag itself. So keep posted for that. But let's stay focused on National Apprenticeship Week because this is what it's about, right? So there's lots of ways to get involved in apprenticeships, um, which we will discover during the week, but also to celebrate National Apprenticeship Week or even to keep up to date with what's going on, the hashtag um, or hashtags for this year are, as always, hashtag NAW2024. So hashtag National Apprenticeship Week 2024, but also hashtag Skills for Life. So if you are on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, you know, you can follow the apprenticeship service, you can follow the SFA, the DFE, and they will be posting as well. But follow those hashtags, NAW2024, and hashtag skills for life. And then you will see all of the amazing things that everybody's doing across the country. Um, and especially for people that are considering apprenticeships, or for parents and guardians that are thinking, is an apprenticeship worth it? for my child or for the individual I look after and take care of, well, now's a chance to have a look because there are some amazing offers out there for apprenticeships and there's so much information. So I would say, if anything, this week, follow that. Also follow Say As It Is with Pete, hashtag Say As It Is. Um, but also you can also follow follow what my company is doing, which is Omni Facilities Management, uh, because um, I celebrate apprenticeships quite a lot within the organization. Um, and I've given the social media scene quite a bit of bump to get out this week. Um, but for me, apprenticeship week is just kind of the tip of the iceberg, um, especially with hospitality apprenticeships, because, you know, hospitality apprenticeships are currently in review. Um, and I sit on the trailblazer for the level two uh, team member qualification. I know there's been some great work that is happening with the redesign uh, for that qualification, as well as the level three. And I know quite a lot of employees that are involved in that. And I think they're doing an amazing job in uh, doing that. And as me and the others lead the way in rewriting those qualifications um, as industry leads, I think that's fantastic. But I think with uh, apprenticeships, 
there's so much to have in them. It's, you know, there's so much benefit for apprentices uh, and apprenticeships. So when, you know, that that's great me telling you about what National Apprenticeship Week is about, who's kind of involved, that it's lots of celebrations, showing the benefits, how it can benefit everybody on an ESG level as well. But also, you know, what the hashtags are and various other things. But there is a schedule to be followed. Like any event, there is a schedule and there's a plan. So what is that plan? Well, guys, this is the plan for this week. And this is kind of similar to the episodes that I will be following um, this week. But what you'll see is that I will have a slightly different twist to each day where I have some more frank and honest conversations around these areas. And hopefully I have put a call out to my network where we may have a few additional uh, guest speakers, if not during the week, over the next couple of weeks as we continue to celebrate National Apprenticeship Week. And I take the whole of Mar- the whole of February and March as my two biggest months to celebrate apprenticeships. Um, but also, as a heads up, there is um, Hospitality Apprenticeship Week as well. Now that falls either in September, October, I can't remember when, but keep an eye out for that one as well, um, because that's uh, another one that's interesting to, to look at. So what is the schedule then? So there are, as I said, daily themes for each day. So today, Monday, it's uh, apprenticeships for all. Now, what that does is that's all on about apprenticeships are open for all for example, all ages, all sectors, all levels, all backgrounds. So apprenticeships develop people um, with the skills employees need and benefit the economy. And they do. So they provide a route into successful and fulfilling careers. Totally agree. So during today, you will see lots of things out on social media talking about the benefits of apprenticeships, reaching out to diverse groups telling them you know look there is career options out there even if it's for apprenticeships and what i do love is that the apprenticeships go from kind of a level two to a level seven so kind of from you know a level level so equivalent to a levels up to hnd and doctorates and foundations and you know there's you know further education and higher education so higher education is when you get into your level fives and above so you can still get a degree why doing an apprenticeship in the working environment. So I'm currently just finished off my foundation degree in um, operations departmental management, and then I will move up to work, to kind of work towards my degree level apprenticeships, which I'm kind of looking forward to. A lot of work, but interesting. But also age limits. First of all, there used to be um, age limits, and I've spoke about this before in Funding Fair or Not in a previous podcast episode, back in season one. So if you head back uh, and look in season one, you'll see it will say uh, funding fair or not. Um, and it talks about apprenticeship funding as of 2023. And we will touch again on the funding and revisit that during this week. But there used to be an age restriction and apprenticeships used to be mainly focused between 16 to 18 year olds. And then next was 19 to 24s. And then it was the 24 pluses. There wasn't much funding for the 24 pluses when it was government funded because they felt that 
majority of the funding should be put into the two other brackets, the 16 to 18 and the 19 to 24, because that's where the government for the majority of the funding should sit. And, you know, that played a big part and put a lot of people out of doing an apprenticeship because funding was very scarce for the 24 pluses. Not fair. But when the apprenticeship levy came out in April 2017, although some employers say it was an, an apprentice tax, yes and no. Um, but look, it has its benefits. And a lot of employers can't spend their levy, but they can gift it out and support their um, levy to other employers with other qualifications. But the age limit is, is, is removed. So there's no age limit. And I love that because... One of the things that EasyJet did, and I love EasyJet for this, was EasyJet tackled the 50 plus. So there was a lot of uh, kind of, there was a backlash, but there's a lot of interest in it. But people were saying, oh, you know, you're employing the 50 plus to come and work on an airliner's cabin crew. Do you think they're capable? Oh, of course they are. They are totally capable. And they're all doing their cabin crew level two and three apprenticeships. And I love that because they're learning a new skill, a new trade. And they're not only learning the skill, but they're learning the knowledge behind it as well. So with all apprenticeships, you have the knowledge, the skills and the behaviours, and they're learning all of that. And the great thing is apprenticeships are for anybody at any age. And this is what I'm going to be saying to employers throughout this week is sometimes, you know, if you're employing apprentices, don't just stick to an apprentice between the ages of 16 to 18 or 19 to 24 go for the 25 pluses go for an older apprentice you'll be surprised one of the things i love to watch and i watched this on a whitbread video was that they have somebody in their um one of their hotels um that is doing a apprenticeship and i think she's in her 50s or 60s and she thought that she was too old to do an apprenticeship and it's a great little story but she's learned so much from doing it and she's loving it and we should be opening up apprenticeships to all ages. If you're not, why not? And I'll be calling you to account this week if you're not. So today, as I say, you'll see everything about apprenticeships, the benefits um, and everything else. Now, Tuesday is known as Employer Tuesday. So this is uh, for employers to shout about their apprenticeships and the apprenticeships that they deliver. And they get to showcase what makes, um, you know, a great employer um, and they can display the range of options or options available when joining their organization. So, you know, it's great as well because you can also have employer questions and there'll be lots of employer events where employers will host Q&A sessions. So you could go and ask them about their apprenticeships um, and various other things. So the Employer Tuesday is where employers will showcase their apprenticeships within their organization. Now, when we move on to Wednesday, Wednesday is known as Apprentice Wednesday. So this is where apprentices can tell their stories and their journeys and how they found their apprenticeships. Um, it's also a great time for those success stories, even those that are currently on an apprenticeship and those that have just recently achieved or achieved an apprenticeship or have gained further career development from completing that apprenticeship program. So it's all about apprentices on Wednesday. 
So Thursday, we move into T-level Thursday. Now, T-level Thursday will include everything there is to know about T-levels. So um, it gives a chance for both um, the experiences of employers, training providers, parents and students to celebrate T-level success. But it's also to find out more about the kind of T-levels and when you are looking at programs such as the higher technical qualifications, also known as the HTQs, or the skills boot camps um, that are around. So we will tackle that on Thursday and give you some more information on T-Level Thursday. Then we come to Friday, which is Celebration Friday. Now, Celebration Friday is about celebrating um, or graduating uh, apprentices on their apprenticeships, but also you get to showcase some of your talent success stories and remarkable accomplishments um, that have um, been created by apprenticeships. So we'll look at that and, you know, we'll do a bit around Celebration Friday and what I think both, you know, training providers and employers should be doing more of that I see but don't see a lot of. So we'll talk about Celebration Friday on Friday. And then we have the National Apprenticeship Weekender, or also known as Selfie Weekend. And this is where people get to take pictures of themselves um, and show the, you know, all the things they've done for, you know, National Apprenticeship Week 2024. So they'll reshare posters, uh, not posters, pictures and various other things. So watch out for all those different kind of events. But these podcasts this week will fall along the same lines, but have a little bit of a different twist around it. So I will be um, talking kind of of more of an employer-based um, kind of theme around the Employee Tuesday, looking at giving some advice and guidance for apprentices on Wednesday, talking about T-Levels Thursday, talking about those interesting celebrations and graduations, and then kind of finish off uh, the weekend with a little bit of a few bonus episodes so as you can see national apprenticeship week is a full-on week so you know there are lots of things as i say that's planned this week so lots of people get involved in in in-person events they do site tours so like amazon may do a site tour of their uh, facilities to show what it's like working at Amazon and what it's like doing an apprenticeship. Um, you know, there's, you know, educational fairs, there's job fairs, you know, there's different community events, there's virtual events, uh, there are career events and talks. Um, there's some back to the floor uh, events. There's some myth busting and we're going to do some myth busting this week as well. Um, and then also there is possibly chances where apprentices take over social media for various companies for the day and they do what they want. So Apprenticeship Wednesday is kind of apprentice takeover day. So it's kind of interesting on on watching that one as well. Now, look, as I say, there are lots of things going on in uh, National Apprenticeship Week and it is time to celebrate apprenticeships. There's, there are so, so many different apprenticeships out there um you know and i i love as i say i love apprenticeships um you know and if you look on the institute for apprenticeships website there's information on apprenticeships there um and when you're looking 
um, at all things apprenticeships, the, the most interesting thing is, is the different apprenticeships there. And that's a great thing for the IFA. And the IFA provide a list of all the current apprenticeships that are active and live uh, and that you can get involved in. Um, and I am just having a look now. There is about 800 and something uh, apprenticeships um, currently out there, which is fantastic. Um, so, yes, there is a lot that you can get involved in. Um, and most of these qualifications are reviewed um, every so often uh, to be looked at in terms of you know, what there is um, and how those uh, apprenticeships are used. So all I'm going to say to you is, look, this week is going to be an interesting week. Apprenticeships are key no matter what. And as employers, you should be employing apprentices. If you don't, why not? I know some employers will be scared of taking on apprenticeships. And there's so much, or there has been in the past, so much bad negative um connotations of apprenticeships and a lot of that has been moved away but i do think and i have to say this and this is not great saying it on the first day of national apprenticeship week but unfortunately there is some gray areas around pro training providers and i know this because i've been bit three times by providers uh, that have gone bust um you know even after carrying out my due diligence uh, that i carry out and will be speaking about this week i'll carry out my due diligence on these providers and i can you know, be on the ball with them and know where they are and know that they're they're fine and they're stable. But when they have their Ofsted visit or they have an ESFA audit, then that highlights things that I'm not able to see. And then that throws it into complete chaos. And, you know, I've recently experienced it again with another provider, a bite in the dust. Um, and we've lost quite a lot of training providers that have come off the register uh, when they had to re-register on Rotap. Um, and there's a lot of providers that went in 2022 there's a lot of providers that have gone uh, during the pandemic. And there's, especially in 2023, there's been even more providers disappearing. So, um, you know, it's it's hard for employees to keep faith in the apprenticeship system and to become an employer provider. That's something we will talk about. It's interesting, but um, there's a lot of risk involved. And it's depending whether you want to take that risk or not, because in some cases it can have uh, amazing, absolute benefits. And, I, and I'm not dissing any employer provider out there. I know quite a few employer providers, but you've got to be on the ball and you've got to have the infrastructure. And if you don't have the infrastructure and you're not on the ball, it's not going to be a pretty picture on the other side, guys. So apart from a little bit of doom and gloom there, um, just remember, today is about the benefits, and there are so many benefits to doing apprenticeships. Because with an apprenticeship, you're building your future workforce. You're accessing people that you may not have had access to before. And sometimes an apprenticeship is a great way for somebody to start. Now, there are lots of people that will look for work that don't want to go to college, that don't want to go to university, but would love a chance to study, but do it, you know, at work. And that's where you get the chance to earn while you learn. And there is a podcast on this that I did, which was The Apprentice Wage. And I will talk about this again this week. And 
I just want to say that any employer that is going to be paying the apprentice wage don't. Currently, the apprentice wage is £5.28. And I've seen some employers go, oh, it's National Apprenticeship Week. Let's take apprentices. How much does it cost to take an apprentice? Okay, do we have the budget and the salary? Then you get HR to have a look and HR come to you and say, well, actually, to employ an apprentice 16 to 19 and they're doing their first year, they actually can be paid £5.28. And then from the 1st of April, it's £6.40. We can pay £6.40 an hour. Well, no. And I will name and shame employers that pay that ridiculous £6.40 an hour rate. Guys, it's not tolerated. And most employers, or sorry, training providers are quite stringent now and say, listen, we're not taking you as a, as a client um, or supporting you if you're going to pay an apprentice £6.40. You, you can't do that. Come on, people. Look at the economy. Look at the cost of living. You know, when you go back and listen to that podcast that I did before in season one, you'll understand that the cost of living on an apprentice wage is not acceptable. So what I would recommend that if you are in the mood to take on an apprentice or you're looking to take on an apprentice, then think about starting your apprentices off at the national minimum wage. Now, um, the national uh, minimum wage uh, will increase this year. So currently, the national minimum wage um, is 1042. Um, and in 2024, so this year, uh, it's going up to 1144. So I would say um, from now until the 1st of April, if you do take an apprentice on or you have an apprentice at the apprentice wage, ditch the apprentice wage because it doesn't look great increase their salary to the national minimum wage um, and any jobs that you advertise for an apprentice advertise it at national minimum wage now look if you've got a job that is you know is very similar and you pay somebody i don't know 12 pounds an hour or 14 pounds an hour for example but you don't want to put the apprentice on that 14 pounds an hour put them on the national minimum wage put them on that 1042 or 1144 that's coming in april and then after they've done their apprenticeship increase them to the current salary for that role and take them up to 14 pounds gives them a bit of an incentive and a drive to work on their apprenticeship get it done knowing that they've got a guaranteed job and that they're going to get a pay rise and please i have to say this and this is sad to say that there are some employees out there that even do this today You'll take on an apprentice and you'll do you'll get them through their apprenticeship, you know, within the 12 to 18 months that they've got. And then once they've achieved their apprenticeship, you then go, OK, we're done. Thank you very much. We don't have a position for you now. Goodbye. And then you bring in another apprentice on a cheap rate again and you're redoing the whole thing again. That's not how to use the apprentices. It's not how to do it, guys. If you're going to use apprentices, bring them into your business. They are your future leaders. They are the future of your business. They Doing an apprenticeship unlocks their hidden potential. And I've seen in from delivering apprenticeships to from the provider side and being a tutor and delivering it and seeing how people have grown and developed and come out of their shells and become more confident 
and bring some amazing ideas in there, in, especially in their presentations and discussions um, and their projects that they do for their apprenticeships right now. It's amazing. And you're unlocking that talent. There's something there that these guys have got that you're not seeing from anywhere else. And they're driven to do their apprenticeship. They're driven for that career progression. And as we move into Generation Alpha, yes, Gen Z is done, moving into gener Generation Alpha now, that they are looking for career progression. Same as Gen Z, but they want career progression. They want development. They want growth. They just don't want to come in, do an apprenticeship for a year, and it's finished. Succeed them through. Take them through a journey. You know, for the company I work for, I've created the apprenticeship program so that you can come in at entry level and within three to four years, you could be head housekeeper level. So kind of, you know, senior, you know, middle, middle to senior management. You could be running your own hotel housekeeping department within four years time. That's what it's about. Give them that career path, show them how the apprenticeships work and the apprenticeships can be used progression route. So you could start off at level two. Once that's done, progress to a level three, then progress to a level four or five then progress to a level seven and just keep going. And you've got that buy-in and that commitment. But also one of the things about National Apprenticeship Week, and we forget this, is look at, and we mainly focus on apprentices that are currently doing their apprenticeship. Guys, you've got people in your business that have done apprenticeships before, that have finished their apprenticeship recently or finished it last year or probably the year before, that may have progressed and may not have progressed but they're your ambassadors. Get them in. Get them promoting apprenticeships. Get them to be a point of contact if someone is unsure of how to kind of have a work-life balance with an apprenticeship that they're about to do. Call upon your existing, current, and past apprentices to help you push your apprenticeships. Talk about those success stories, and this is what it is. You know, Joe started off as a room attendant, for example. Now, after doing his apprenticeship, Joe is a deputy head housekeeper and he's now completing his hospitality management level four. That's career progression. That's success. So build your apprenticeships into your everyday career and succession planning for individuals. Open up the floodgates. Apprenticeships are for all. Yeah, they have lots of benefits. As I say, it brings, it unlocks hidden talent. It brings more kind of a diverse background into your workforce. It gets, you know, that hidden talent released, you know, and we can benefit at all levels from having an apprentice. So yes, do it. Have an apprentice. If you've got apprentices, good on you. Pay them the fair wage, keep them involved. As I say, this week, we're going to be delving into more information about apprenticeships in terms of how they look, how they feel, delivery, I'll give my honest opinion in terms of kind of, again, the apprentice wage, the delivery programs, what, in, you know, what involvement an employer should have, the provider should have. And yes, I'm going to be looking at providers and being honest about them as well, um, because I think providers could improve slightly. The same as employers, you need to commit as well. It's a 50-50, it takes two to tango, you know, or you know, three to foxtrot, I don't know. But it's always, as it says, takes two to tango. So you need to work in harmony. And some employers are like, oh, let the provider do it. No, I will stop you there. You're the employer. You're in control. This is your apprenticeships. These are your employees. 
the provider's there to deliver it. So I'm going to kind of finish off there, as I've said, quite a lot. Hopefully you've got a better idea of what a National Apprenticeship Week is and that, that this year is the 17th annual National Apprenticeship Week where we celebrate all things apprenticeships in terms of their benefits for employers, apprentices, the economy, communities, everything. So enjoy watching social media this the, this week. Enjoy watching social media on Monday uh, with all of the celebrations and the benefits of apprenticeships. Um, and then um, I will catch you on tomorrow's episode um, where we will delve into the lovely world of apprenticeships for employers. Uh, now, this is obviously where normally employers will showcase the um, or shout about their apprenticeships, which I will do a little bit, but I'll also be telling you as employers of how to structure apprenticeships within your organization. Kind of giving you some information already, but we'll focus more on that tomorrow. Um, so enjoy the rest of National Apprenticeship Week. If you do have any pictures and stuff, remember to share them on social media um, and use those hashtags, um, hashtag skills for life, hashtag apprenticeships and hashtag NAW2024 as I can't wait to see all those wonderful posts and stories. But remember, if you want to get involved in the conversation around apprenticeships or you want to get involved in any of my podcasts, then please reach out to me via LinkedIn or email me at pete at creativemind.zone and I will be more than happy to get you involved in the episode. So enjoy the rest of National Friendship Week uh, Day 1 and I will see you on episode 2 or day 2 of 